Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. And welcome to your Monday, July 27th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez, brought to you by Penn Medicine, the official health system of the Philadelphia Flyers and Wells Fargo Center. Give them a follow on Twitter at Penn Medicine. It has been 139 days since the Flyers last played against the Boston Bruins on March 10th at the Wells Fargo Center. They won nine of their last 10 games. They have not lost back-to-back games since early January. They will be back on the ice tomorrow in an exhibition game against their division rival, the Pittsburgh Penguins, all in advance of just five days from now. The Flyers taking on their last opponent in the NHL, the Boston Bruins, in game number one of their round robin coming up on Saturday, 3 o'clock in Toronto. The team has now arrived at Toronto in their hub city, in their bubble location, all in preparation for Phase 4 of the NHL's Return to Play protocol. And man, does that feel good to say. After all we have been through, it seemed like an eternity ago that the Flyers have played, and for good reason, because it was an eternity ago when the Flyers last played. And the NHL will be back on the ice, and for the Flyers, that is tomorrow. They'll kick off, as a matter of fact, the return to play tomorrow with the first exhibition game on the schedule. And the 31 players the Flyers have taken to Toronto, the roster is now released. Here are the forwards. Andy Andreoff, bit of a shocker here. Number 10, the left winger, will be with the team, is with the team in Toronto. Travis Konechny, no surprise there. These in numerical order, by the way. Number 12, Michael Raffle. Also, Kevin Hayes, Sean Couturier, Tyler Pitlick, Scott Lawton, Oscar Lindblom, yes, is on the 31-player roster in Toronto. He's not physically there yet. He is coming from Sweden. He will join the team later. But that is tremendous news that Oscar Lindblom, after being diagnosed late in the year in December, has completed his treatment and is now on a postseason roster. Unbelievable story. Remains to be seen if he will get into a game. Uh, Tremendous if he did. James Van Riemsdyk also on that roster, as expected. Claude Giroux, Derek Grant, Nate Thompson, Morgan Frost on the roster of 31. Joel Farabee, who we'll hear from in this episode. I had a chance to catch up with Joel uh, on Friday. We'll talk to him about training camp and what's ahead for the Flyers in Toronto and the Stanley Cup playoffs and what it feels like still being a rookie but kind of feeling like it's year two. Two training camps, all of that. We'll talk to Joel Farabee momentarily. Nicholas Albe-Kubel. Not many people knew who Nicholas Albe-Kubel was at the original training camp. All he's done is make himself a name in the National Hockey League and just made it impossible for this team to send him back to the Phantoms. Connor Bunneman, also on the roster, and Jake Voracek. Those are your forwards. Your defensemen, again, in numerical order, starting with number three, Andy Walensky. Phil Myers, Travis Sanheim made a great pairing this year. Both on the roster, Robert Haig, Ivan Provorov, Matt Niskanen, Shane Gostas pair, Mark Friedman, and Justin Braun. No surprises there, but number 54, Igor Zamula, is on the 31-player roster. I love the fact that Chuck Fletcher included him on that roster. Um, Obviously, we're hoping we don't see Zamula, but if you do... It's a great thing to have this defensive depth, Mark Friedman as well, uh, for the Philadelphia Flyers. Now the decision when it comes to defense will be on Elaine Vigneault and the coaching staff, Mike Yo, to determine which 6D start when the games matter 
on August 11th, and the round of 16 in the Stanley Cup playoffs begins. Some tough decisions here. Is Shane Gossespair in the lineup? Is Robert Hague in the lineup? they got to figure that out. And the Flyers did travel four goaltenders, Alex Lyon, Brian Elliott, Kirill Ustamenko, and Carter Hart, number 79. And we'll also hear from Carter Hart uh, from Saturday's after Saturday's practice. He did get back on the ice. He did say he was just being cautious with uh, missing a couple of days at camp, didn't feel something right, decided to be cautious about it. That's the right move. And uh, the fact that before his last injury during the season when he missed nine games, um, he decided also that happened exacerbated uh, an ex- a condition in practice and took himself off the ice. That's maturity of a young player. A lot of players don't do that. They won't take themselves out. Then they'll put their body in peril, and they'll be in a situation where then they have to. They could sustain a more substantial injury. Carter Hart being cautious. Sure, uh, that is at the adherence of his coaching staff as well, uh, but good to see number 79 back out there for the Philadelphia Flyers. Meanwhile, uh, when Carter Hart missed those nine games, Brian Elliott went 7-1-1. One, and one. He was pretty darn good as well, and that's a big thing for this Philadelphia Flyers team. So the Flyers will be in action tomorrow against the Pittsburgh Penguins. That'll be the exhibition game, their lone exhibition game of the preseason. That'll be a 4 o'clock puck drop that you can hear on the Flyers broadcast network. Also on 97.5 The Fanatic, yours truly will have the pregame, intermission, and postgame shows as uh, uh, the bubble life is underway for the Philadelphia Flyers. And uh, it's going to be a really exciting week to start it off. And we just hope the excitement keeps building and building and building. And check in with Flyers Daily. Now back to a seven-day-a-week schedule. Very excited to say that as well. And again, Flyers tomorrow against the Penguins. And then on Sunday at 4 o'clock, or excuse me, 3 o'clock, they'll kick off their round robin against the Boston Bruins. So a lot going to be happening this week in the National Hockey League. A lot going forward. And everybody is safe and sound in the hub city of Toronto. One of the guys on the roster, we just talked about it, is Flyers forward Joel Farabee. Had a chance to catch up with Joel on Saturday before the team left for the hub city of Toronto. Talk about training camp and a bunch more. Here's my conversation with Flyers forward number 49, Joel Farabee. Happy to have joined us once again on Flyers Daily. Uh, Flyers rookie Joel Farabee. It doesn't feel like a rookie anymore, does it? It feels like a new season. Yeah, I mean, uh, having this training camp uh, for sure felt like my, you know, my second full training camp. So I definitely feel comfortable now with all the guys, and you know, we got a pretty tight team, so we're getting ready to go here. Uh, I talked to you earlier in the pause. How you been? How how was the remainder of the pause, and how was ramping up your training before you know, kind of phase two into phase three, and coming up here right around the corner is phase four in the playoffs. Yeah, honestly, I, I think the NHL and the NHLPA did a did a great, um, you know, design to this. You know, having that phase two it was really cool for me, you know, not because, you know, when I was home, I, you know, not being able to do much. Um, but, yeah, yeah, being able to come back in phase two and, you know, get some skates and stuff like that was great. So I think it's a great setup. And, you know, now we had training camp and now, you know, everyone's feeling pretty good and, you know, we're ready to go. Uh, talk about what it's like, you know, when phase three started and training camp started those first couple of days with all the boys, you know, kind of getting back into the flow. And, and I know Elaine Vino was doing t- separate groups and, and things have kind of normalized a little bit now in the way the practices are run to, to kind of mirror what you guys were doing during the regular season. But how were those initial skates for you kind of getting everything worked out? 
Yeah, I mean, I felt pretty good, obviously, you know, being able to come back for phase two, I had already skated a, a little bit, so, but I, I think everyone looked pretty good, you know, every, everyone looked in, you know, really good shape and stuff like that, and I think the, the practices, you know, we, we started off, you know, with a good pace, and then we kind of ramped it up from there, so everyone, you know, was feeling pretty good, you know, obviously not, not many injuries or anything like that, which is great, so it's been great. Joel, to get this kind of break in the season, nobody wanted it. We all know that, right? But uh, nobody wanted this to pause. But as a young guy in the league, can you use that as an opportunity to kind of look back on the year, look ahead, regroup mentally? This is more hockey probably than you've ever played in your life and, and kind of use that as, uh, as some, kind of some sort of like bonus almost or a way to go into this now, uh, you know, final part of the season and come in kind of fresh? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the pause gave me a, a little bit of a, a reset button. So I, I definitely, you know, enjoyed the time off, but, um, you know, felt really good, uh, you know, coming back. So I, I think it's really good. It honestly feels kind of like my second season almost in a way, but, um, you know, so I, I kind of know what, what to expect and so, things like that. So, um, you know, I can't complain. It's been great. Did you have any moment during the pause where you're kind of like, hey, man, I'm playing in the NHL. I made it to the show, you know, like, did you kind of reflect it at all? that way during the pause at all um no I don't think I really looked at it like that I, I kind of you know looked at it as a way of I, I kind of know what to expect and what I need to do to stay in the lineup and things like that and, and you know habits that I went home with so uh, I think uh, you know it was a good learning experience for me and you know be able to come back and finish this season I, I think is a great opportunity you like everybody else has been getting more information from the league on um, what's going to be going on and the kind of environment in the hub city of Toronto inside that bubble. Uh, what's your anticipation of what that's going to be like? I mean, um, you're a younger guy, so there, there wasn't that long ago that you were at tournaments with, uh, with your buddies growing up, you know, playing minor hockey or whatever and, and going playing, you know, mini stick hockey in the hallways and driving the hotel staff crazy. What's your anticipation of what Toronto is going to be like? I think it's going to be great. Honestly, we got a, we had a presentation today, um, just, you know, kind of what to expect. And I, it, it seems like the, the city of Toronto has, has a great setup for us. So I think, you know, we'll, we'll be able to, you know, be safe and, and things like that, but also be able to have a little bit of fun in the hotels and stuff. And, and they got some great restaurants and stuff set up, I heard. So, yeah, we're, we're excited, you know, just, just to be able to even finish the season, you know, we're excited. So um, we're, we're ready to go. Um, when, when you look at the situation in Toronto and uh, as one of those younger players and the expanded roster, has the coaching staff given you any indication kind of what your role is going to be and who you're going to play with? I know the, you know, Elaine Vigneault and the staff have been juggling a lot of things together. I know you worked on some penalty killing, as a matter of fact, on Saturday as well. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, camp was really good for me. I was able to play, you know, a few different spots, get a couple looks. So, um, you know, I, I felt like I had a pretty good camp, so. Um, you know, obviously, but it's, it's the coach's, uh, you know, job to put the best roster out. So I kind of know I'm right on the bubble. I could be playing, could be not. But, you know, personally, I, I'm ready for whatever opportunity comes. Well, one of the things to play at an elite level, you, you need to play this game clear of mind. And we all know what's going on with the virus and coronavirus or COVID-19. Um, but seeing what's going on in MLS, where they had 1,454 tests just a week ago and zero positives inside their bubble, the NBA this past week also tested everybody, zero positive tests. Um, does that give you the peace of mind to concentrate on hockey and just know you got to take care of it and do the right things off the ice and you know still be careful and, and wear a mask and all that stuff? But if you do that, then hockey is the thing that you can worry about. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, just with the whole setup, like I said, in that presentation we had today, it seems like they have everything on lockdown with that, you know, keeping things clean and stuff like that. So I think it's perfect. You know, we get a chance to kind of learn on, you know, how to, you know, deal with things like that. And if everyone does a great job with it, we'll, we'll continue to be able to play hockey. So, and you know, that, as a hockey player, that's all we want. So we're, we're just happy to be back. As a young player, you don't get your own room on the road very often. You get your own room, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. That, that's always a bonus, uh, being on an ELC. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Um, oh, during the pause, any, uh, any new ink for you? Any new tattoos? Are they going to have a tattoo artist inside the bubble? I, I tend to think not. <laughs> no, no, nothing yet. Uh, got, some, got some things working up, but I uh, haven't, haven't pulled the trigger yet. So we'll, we'll see what I – I'll probably get really bored and think of a bunch of stuff uh, while I'm in the hotel. Do you sketch stuff out? Can you draw it all? Are you, you have your, any artistic bones in your body? No, no, absolutely not. I usually just uh, see pictures on Instagram and things like that and get ideas. <laughs> well, um, will you be bringing the Xbox or anything like that or the PS4, I guess it is, uh, uh, to the bubble? And so you and your teammates can, you know, you're going to have a lot of downtime. It's going to be different. You're not going to, there's no traveling, which is going to be a very, in, you know, different element as well. Uh, what, what are you guys going to do inside the bubble? Will be some videos, some Fortnite or whatever? Call of Duty? Yeah, a lot of guys are big on Call of Duty right now. I, I think a, a good chunk of guys are bringing their either Xbox or their PS4 or whatever. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, I think they might even have a couple of them set up. We have like a lounge area maybe in the hotel too. So uh, I'll all for sure be playing some COD. Um, did, did you do you have any um, kind of expectation what it's going to feel like to play without fans? I mean, that's that's a weird that's a big element of this. We've seen in Major League Baseball these really creepy looking cardboard cutouts and piped in crowd noise. I know the NHL is going to have a lot of uh, you know, chants and stuff like that for each individual game's goal horns and, the, and those kind of things to personalize it. But you guys are going to be in there playing a game, and you'll know that whether there's cardboard cutouts or not, that they're not real. But And to get that energy from them, what's that going to be like? Yeah, I mean, I think it'll definitely be interesting. You know, I, I don't really know what to expect with that, obviously. But, um, you know, I think it'll be cool. I mean, I, I think guys are going to be really dialed in. You know, I think, you know, guys will be able to, you know, make their own energy and things like that. So, um, you know, I, I don't think it'll be too much of an issue. I, I think, you know, once, you know, once the games start, guys are going to be pretty dialed in and, you know, the hockey's going to be really good to watch. What do you think of my suggestion? Instead, you know, that box, that place in between the benches where Pierre or Ryan Boucher usually are, just stick one of the cups right in there, have it like on display. So you guys know what you're playing for. That'd be enough motivation, right? <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty cool. Uh, they might have to, they might have to do that. Put a mask on the cup. It'd be cool. Um, <laughs> Joel, last thing for you. Um, Carter Hart uh, missed a couple of days of practice. He's back at practice. How's he looked in this camp for you? Yeah, he's looked great. Um, you know, we, you know, we obviously believe in him as a team. And, you know, I, I know all the fans and stuff believe in him, too. So we're excited to watch him. I, we know him and Moose are going to be really good for us down the stretch. So, um, you know, they, they've been great all year, and we're, we're not too worried about them. Boy, not to look like I'm just looking at Carter Hart, but yeah, Brian Elliott in the days I was at camp this week looked really sharp. And I don't know if it's, whether it's young legs or, or veteran legs that are going to have the advantage in this situation, but Elliott as the sage veteran did look really good. Hey, Joe, I know you got the plane to catch. Uh, you, you know, you guys are heading up to the, the hub city. When people hear this, you'll actually be in the hub city of Toronto. Man, I appreciate you doing this. And I think that you're going to be a guy that when you get in there, is really going to cause some problems for the opposition. Your hockey IQ is something that's, uh, one of the hallmarks of your game. So best of luck, man. Enjoy this. I hope it's a long run for you guys, and you're in that hub city until October. We appreciate you doing this on Flyers Daily. 
Awesome. Thanks for having me, as always. Having this pause and to have another pseudo-training camp can only be good for a young player in this league, a rookie player in the NHL, and certainly it feels like year two for Joel Farabee, when in fact it still is technically year one, his rookie year, and his first crack at the Stanley Cup playoffs. Before we get to Carter Hart, I do have to tell you that Flyers Daily is brought to you by Penn Medicine, the official health system of the Philadelphia Flyers and Wells Fargo Center. Supporting our Flyers, Penn Orthopedics creates the ideal care plan with treatment options fueled by our own world-renowned research, doing what once seemed impossible so you can too. Another reason why your life is worth Penn Medicine. Learn more at PennMedicine.org slash ortho and give them a follow on Twitter at Penn Medicine. Flyers wrapped up their last day of training camp at the Virtual Flyers Skate Zone on Saturday. And after that practice, Flyers goaltender Carter Hart addressed the media. First of all, how do you feel and uh, do you uh, think you'll be okay to play in the exhibition game Tuesday? Yeah, I feel good. Um, I mean, just kind of taking things a little bit more precautionary the last couple of days and been ramping it up uh, the last two days and uh, feel really good right now. And I mean, the plan is to to be good to go for Tuesday. Hi, Carter. Thanks for doing this. Um, just wondering, are you able to disclose at all why you had to leave the scrimmage and miss a couple practices? I mean, not really. That's something you have to talk to our coach or trainers about. But um, like I said, just kind of more precautionary just to kind of um, take things uh, just with caution and and uh, just better be safe than sorry. Hey, Carter, uh, is there a benefit to playing the teams that you'll be playing in the round robin, three of the best teams uh, in the conference? I mean, I think it'll be great for us. I mean, we're in we're in fourth place right now, and we can only move up from here. So um, I think we're lucky in the sense that we put ourselves in a good position, so we deserve to have those three extra games and some other teams that are going right into the qualifiers where they play one exhibition game and then they got to fight for their lives to get into the playoffs. So it's nice that we have those three games for us to determine the seating and also to, to see what the atmosphere is going to be like playing in front of no fans and um, how, how the setup's going to be. So I think for us, uh, we need to use those three games to our advantage and, and to help us prepare for, for round one. Uh, yeah, Carter, after today, um, do you feel like you've had enough reps to take in the games? And also, is it helpful to actually have the exhibition game, a little bit of run-up, so it gives you a little more time? For sure. It'll be nice to get into a game on Tuesday where no one's played a game in over four months. Um, it'll be definitely be nice to get that first game in there, just so you can get back into that game game mentality and, and uh, just run through everything that you would normally do on a game day because it's been a long time for all of us. Hey, Carter, hope you're well. Um, how have you grown uh, this training camp as a player and uh, what improvements have you personally made? Um, I mean, I think this training camp for all of us was just for us to get back and into our, our rhythm as players and as a group where we a lot of us haven't been on the ice for a long time and some guys had access to ice, some some others didn't. Um, some guys were off the ice for three months, some guys didn't really take a break at all. So um, I know for myself, like I just, I was off the ice for a long time and came down a little early just to get up, get some work in with our goalie coach here. And I thought that was uh, very helpful in getting back into into things. And um, then we got just, well, today it was our last day of our two week camp. And it was nice to have everybody here and. 
and just get back our group together and, and practice together. And the last couple of days, um, practice with mainly our group. And uh, I mean, that's that's what this camp was for 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 everybody to get their get their wheels under themselves and uh, get back into into rhythm. Hey Carter, the other day AV said you've earned the chance to start how you play in the regular season. When you hear your coach say that, what does that mean for your confidence level for the playoffs when you've never played a postseason game before? It's all the the great unknown for you. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Um, going into this postseason, it's 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 like no other. We've it's a uncharted waters uncharted waters, excuse me, uh, for everybody. So um, it's going to be a new situation. It's not your normal typical playoffs. So. Um, I know me and Moose had a good chat there on, on the bench, that one scrimmage and, and, uh, we were just, I think we were taking a break between periods and he said to me, he's like, this is what it's going to be like for your first playoff game. And I was like, that's, that's pretty crazy where, yeah, he's playoff games. He said are mostly about atmosphere and, and all that. And, um, so it's going to be different for everybody. And, um, I think as athletes, as professionals, like that's that's our job to adapt and to overcome whatever's thrown our way, and I mean, like you said, um, Av has been great all year for all of us. Um, he's a very trustworthy coach. He's very honest, um, and as he can he can be very strict as well. But as a coach, you want someone who's who's honest and uh, holds you accountable. Hi, Carter. Um, obviously, in the bubble, there's going to be uh, restrictions of what you guys can and can't do. Um, with regards to your game day routine, are there going to be things that you normally do that you're not going to be able to do in the bubble? And if so, is that something you thought about, about how to adapt that? Yeah, I mean, you know what? There's going to be things that a lot of us can't do that we usually do um, before games. And it's just it's just the world we're living in right now. It's Everything's different. And like I said, we just have to overcome those challenges and find different ways to to get ourselves ready, uh, no matter what. So, um, I think these next the, the exhibition game on Tuesday, um, the three uh, seeding games we have, uh, we need to use those games to help us prepare and to to really feel what it, a playoff game is going to be like come uh, August 11th. Yeah, I just want to ask you, Carter. Uh, you were in a real good rhythm. Uh, at the end of the season, obviously, how many games do you think it'll take you, uh, including the exhibition game, to get to where you were? Do you think it will take you two games, three games, or uh, just based on you know your experience in the past? Um, I hope just one. Um, it'll be nice to get that exhibition game and get back into that uh, game mode for all of us. And I mean, that's that's why we came down early. Is to we got our two week camp. I came, a couple guys came down a little bit early to get some work in to help us prepare and to make sure that we're ready for, for game one. Carter just seems like a guy that's been ready for this moment for his entire life. He's alluded to that fact. He's been waiting for this opportunity to compete on the greatest stage in the Stanley Cup playoffs uh, for the Cup, and he'll get his opportunity here for the Philadelphia Flyers. Great to see Carter Hart back on the ice. One of the veterans that uh, has been in this league a long time, gone through a lot of long playoff runs, and really was a stabilizing force for the Flyers' D this season. It was the addition of number 61, Justin Braun. He spoke after the Flyer. He spoke after the Flyers' final practice, and here's what he had to say. Yeah, you know, we've played quite a few playoff games. Uh, 
you know, having that extra pressure, uh, you know, a little more magnified. But I think, you know, with neutral site, less, uh, you know, going into a, you know, a way barn's usually tough. You won't really have that, the crowd and everything, to, you know, have the jitters there. So I think it's going to be a little bit different than when it normally is, um, you know. Um, but, yeah, just try and keep them uh, calm and make have them making their plays they need to make. Justin, what do you recall? This is going to be a uh, very unique experience for a lot of your young guys who are going to be playing in their first playoff game. What do you recall about your first uh, experience? And what what do you tell the, the guys now? I mean, I don't think anybody knows what to tell them, huh? Uh, no, just because it's so different. But yeah, first uh, first experience probably didn't go as well as I hoped. Um, you know, I was a little panicked with the puck. Uh, you know, didn't didn't make the simple plays that I need to make. Uh, so I was I was one and done on that uh, playoff run my first year. So, um, but you know, these guys are toys with the puck. The younger guys, they uh, they shouldn't have a problem. Like I said, you know. Those are weighed crowds, and that uh, extra pressure won't really be there. Yeah, to follow up on Ed's question, the Carter Hart will be playing in his first playoff. Uh, how do you think he'll do based on what you saw of him during the regular season? I think a lot of the same. You know, uh, he gets it. He'll be ready. He, uh, you know, he's he's dialed in on his game. He's got one, uh, you know, one job back there. You know, stop the puck, and you know, he's dialed in. He's you know one of the best in the league, and it's been fun playing. Uh, in front of him and you know when you, you need that big save you saw that lateral movement on a couple of those plays this year where he's coming across making that save uh you know you need that every once in a while especially in the playoffs yeah hi justin um in the last scrimmage you guys got that 20 minutes of pk work your, your units and then today there was a, a segment that was you know, really specifically more pk oriented um how do you how do you feel the pk is in, in going to the games here you, you, know, you feel confident with where you guys are at um, obviously it's a little different, uh, in practice guys aren't letting the shots go, uh, you know, from up top and, you know, getting into, you know, shooting lanes a little bit easier because guys are, you know, smart enough not to try and take your ankles out. So, um, but yeah, I think it's just, uh, getting that movement around and kind of getting your spots and, you know, feel again, I think we were pretty good, but in the playoffs, you know, it's, it's having, you know, having the. You know, Shea Weber's walking down the pipe and you got to put your body on the line. That's the big difference in playoffs that, you know, you got to eat some of those. And, you know, we haven't really done that in practice. So I think getting that uh, getting that mindset's a little, uh, little different. Hi, Justin. I uh, was just wondering if you got a chance to chat with Sean Couturier today and just congratulate him. Any tips for him? <laughs> yeah, I haven't given any tips yet. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, congratulate him. But, yeah, it's a you know, tough situation for him. I couldn't uh, imagine leaving for what what he's going to have to do and uh you know hopefully uh know everything goes well there and but yeah it's a it's a tough situation for him to you know have a child and then have to leave immediately for maybe you know two and a half months hey justin obviously this is going to be a, a new experience for everyone in terms of you know coming back and, and jumping into this bubble and playing playoff games but you kind of spoke to this a little bit with the penalty kill. Do you think, at least in the beginning of uh, of when you guys are getting back into games, that the, the defense, like the defenses, might be a little bit ahead of the offenses, especially because the offenses, you know, the teams haven't necessarily totally rediscovered the chemistry that comes with playing a full regular season together. Most of the time in the summer, when you're playing, you know, pick up hockey, you're focused all on offense. You're not defending very hard. So I think, you know, getting that part of it defensively, um, you know. Ending plays and you know, being physical, 
you know, that takes a little time too. So it's good. We have a, you know, the exhibition game to kind of get into that too, but yeah, offensively, it's going to be tough for those guys. You know, we are checking tight to make those quick plays, know where guys are going to be. And, you know, this, you know, everyone skates well, shuts, shuts, uh, space down really quick so you know it could it could go either way but yeah it's going to be a little difficult for i think both sides at the start hey justin you've been on a hundred road trips uh, in your career a logistical question how do you pack for a road trip that could be two weeks or two months <laughs> um yeah it's uh it's a little different but you know they told us today they're going to be doing our laundry so at least uh you, you'll get some clean clothes uh once a week so um, you know, it shouldn't be too bad. This is, uh, you know, guys, you know, have a general idea what we need to bring and, you know, no suits this time, just kind of casual wear. So that cuts down a lot of space. So I don't, I don't think it's going to be too bad. Hey, Justin, hope you're well, bud. Um, obviously every training camp is different. Uh, what would you say, if any, have you made any improvements on, uh, personally, uh, this training camp? Um, I think this training camp was more just getting speed and timing down. You know, you you practice, you skate in the summer, and that's a whole different thing. But just trying to, you know, get up to speed, game speed, um, you know, closing guys off, make sure you get sick on puck, and, you know, try and work on the things that, you know, are your, your strong suits to get back. And then after that, you can work on the things that need to you need, you're not very good at that you can work on, but you want to get back to your – your bread and butter kind of stuff. You know, if you're a goal scorer, you want to be scoring goals as soon as you can. And, you know, defensively, you want to be shutting guys down. So I think this camp was a little different without the pre as many preseason games. So you got to just kind of get your, you know, what you're good at down and then go from there. Yeah. Hey, Justin. Um, One of the things in this camp that was pretty much a constant, I think, every day was uh, the same D pairs. And you're with the same guys that uh, you've been with. You know, you were you're with Robert pretty much that entire stretch of those last 26 games before the how helpful is it to be with the you know with the same guy towards getting back towards the timing and execution you were just talking about yeah i think it's um you want to be with a guy so you can kind of read off him again get that that chemistry going because you know when you got to make those quick uh, bumps breakout plays you can't be guessing where your guy's going to be you got to know where he's going to be uh, immediately and that he's going to be sliding over on a rush that he's going to take away the middle and just having those, you know, little detail things you're working on every day with them. And, you know, beyond that, you know, we're trying to all do the same thing out there, but everyone kind of, you know, has a different style and different strengths. So I think it was good uh, to kind of keep everyone uh, where they were at. Justin Braun, another reason for the Flyers' success this season. What a pairing he's made along with Robert Hague. And it'll be interesting to see how they make uh, the Flyers make the decisions on who's going to play, uh, not only come round robin time and how they kind of handle the round robin. Aline Vigneault has said that he's going to uh, use it as an opportunity to get a lot of guys ice time. He's going to go deep into that 31-team roster, and we'll see how, how it all begins when they start the real playoffs on August 11th. And we'll see if the Flyers are still the four-seed, as a matter of fact, then as well. That's going to put a wrap on this Monday edition of Flyers Daily, which is brought to you by Penn Medicine, the official health system of the Philadelphia Flyers and Wells Fargo Center. And remember, we are now back to a seven-day-a-week. It is a true Flyers Daily. We'll have a new episode for you every day, so make sure if you're not subscribed, it's a great time to subscribe. Leave us a rating and review. And coming up in tomorrow's episode, we're going to have an exclusive conversation with Flyers Chairman and CEO Dave Scott. 
We'll talk to Dave about the status of this team, the state of the Flyers, if you will. Also about fans being back in the building at some point. We'll talk to Dave Scott about all things Philadelphia Flyers on tomorrow's episode. In the meantime, everybody, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Stay healthy. And we'll talk to you on tomorrow's episode of Flyers Daily.